place. Fruitful. So 2018 as One Heart Church, One Youth is One Heart Church, 2018 is a year to be fruitful. And so I believe that this year we're going to see yous as an individual be fruitful. Poke the person next to you, tell them you're going to be fruitful. Poke them. Poke them like you mean it, like a poke. Yeah. You're going to be fruitful. And so this year for One Youth, I believe, yeah, just, just come down and Pete. Great job. Give Pete a clap for handing out everyone who's done stuff. Carlos at the back, doing everything, doing a five-man job as a man. That, that's brilliant. That is being fruitful. Carlos is being fruitful. But now we're going to start. So 2018, the year of fruitful. God started speaking to me. So last year we were doing Undefendable. We all remember that. And God started clearly speaking to me about this year. And I believe this is going to be a year where we level up and we go to a new level. And then realistically, from a tree being planted to being fruitful, that's a level up. You can be a tree, but you've got to be a fruitful tree. And so I believe that yous all have the ability to level up and be better than what you could be normally because God wants to do that in your life. But can everyone say Jeremiah? Jeremiah. And so that's a book in the Bible. It's what might be your next door neighbor, but it's also a book in the Bible of a guy called Jeremiah. And we're going to look at verse 724. Can everyone say that? 724. Seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Opposite. Jeremiah 724. And this is what it says. So God is speaking and he says this, my people would not listen to me. They kept doing whatever they wanted, following the stubborn desires of their evil hearts. They went backwards instead of forwards. Can everyone say backwards? And say forwards. So they went backward instead of forward. That's sad. Backward. Or up, up. And then if you've got those Bibles there, whoever's got them, go to uh, 1 Samuel and chapter 15, and we'll look at that shortly. 1 Samuel chapter 15. Is it okay if I pray? 1 Samuel 15. And then, so is that cool if I pray? Sweet. Holy Spirit, we welcome you in. We just say, God, move within our hearts. May it be flexible. May it be open. May we truly hear you tonight. And we just believe as one heart has declared for over us as a church, we're going to be fruitful, God. Open us up that we can truly receive what you want to see in our lives so that can be fruit in the future. And God, we just believe that we can level up. We can go to a new, a new place, God, in you. And we want to go forwards, not backwards. And everyone said, amen. That means, yes, we agree. And so um, backwards instead of forwards. And so I think that is such a, a sad thing for anyone in life to be going backwards rather than going forwards. And I think as in life, we are desired to move forward and go better, greater, further rather than going backwards and being left behind. For example, who, see, who ever sees technology going backwards? No, we see it going forwards and getting better. It'd be so sad if Apple's like, here you go, here's our new phone. It's got a camera worse than the last one. They don't do that. They go forwards, not backwards. And who's here, at who's been to school, goes to school, anyone been involved in a schooling, whether it's school, school, homeschool? Yeah, anyone like that? So th this, is how, this is how I've went to school. So I went into reception, then I went forward into year one, then I went forward into year two, then I went to forward into year three, forward to year four. Who, who's, who's been with me? So you go from one year to the next. I have never, ever been in the situation or seen someone in the situation where rather than going forwards, they go backwards. There's an exception. I've seen people being held down and repeat a year, but I've never, ever seen someone go from, say, if I went from year six to year seven, I've never seen someone in year six go back to year five. I've never seen that because we go forward. Who would agree with that? We don't go backwards. It's just weird. But then here, 
people were going backwards instead of forwards. Like, who does that? You don't go, oh, hey, mum, I'm, I'm in year six. Can I go to year five next year? You don't do that. We want to get better. We want to go forward. We want to be greater, yeah? Yes, you can agree with that. Yes, and so can everyone say escalator? So that's the title of the message today, escalators, escalator, however you want to talk about it. That's what we're going to be talking about. So an escalator is, just so you, if you've forgotten, it's not an elevator, it's a different one. So you know the elevator, it's like that thing that goes in the room, and then the escalators are stairs. So it's basically a moving staircase consisting of an endless circulating belt of steps driven by a motor which convey people between the floors of a public building. No, that's an escalator. An elevator is a box. But we're talking about escalators, all right? And so we're going to go to the screen and see an escalator. Da, 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 da. There it is. See? Who knows those things? There it is. That one, that escalator is a flat one, but normally they've got steps on it. You know what I mean? Yep. But in Port Lincoln, I've never seen an escalator. Anyone seen an escalator in Port Lincoln? No. But when I've been to shopping centers in Adelaide, Melbourne, I've seen escalators. Who's ever seen an escalator in a shopping center somewhere? Pauling doesn't have a shopping center properly really either, so we're pretty backwards. But that's beside the point. Um, when I was a child, I would see... Oh, can we just go back to that, Carlos? When I was a child, I would see that, but my parents would not see that. Does that make sense? So my parents would see that, but what they see is not what I see. So they would see, okay, these steps are going upwards. We will go upwards. I saw upwards as... Go- I saw, and then there's, so you got the upwards and you got the downwards. I would see the downwards as the upwards and the upwards as the downwards. So it'd be like if we're going down the escalator, I'd be like I'm going to go down the up escalator. And if I if we're meant to be going opposite, whatever that is, I'll do the opposite. Because who, who's ever done that? Who's ever done that? Anyone been on the opposite? Of the, and then when you get up to the top, you're like, yes, I beat the the wrong way. And I don't know whether it was because I was a rebel drinking coke out of a Pepsi glass. I don't know whether it was. Um, uh, uh, I just loved a challenge or whether it was I was a reckless child breaking the rules but I just thought it was the best thing to go oh if it's coming down I'm going to go up or if it's going down I'm going to go whatever it is whatever the opposite is I would I get lost so quickly with that but um, I would go down the up and up the down and but that's not the design of an escalator right the design is to make you go up quicker or down quicker and properly. It's not designed for the opposite. And so naturally, a child going the wrong way on an escalator is a bit funny. Who knows what I mean? Seeing a little kid thing and they're awesome going, yes, I'm doing the backwards. It's funny. But sadly, people as adults, people as youth, as we start maturing, we live the little child escalator life. Where Now, if you want to do that as a youth, hey, go have fun. But in a natural sense in life, it is... Just like you wouldn't go from year six down to year five, there's things we do in our life where we're going backwards when we should be going forwards and not going up the wrong way of the escalator. Does that make sense? And so God wants to level us up, but we're going, we're going to keep spinning around the circle of going, oh, I'm going to go up and it's pulling us down. I'm going to go up and pulling us down. We're not going any, anywhere forwards. And so um, it's sad when people in life hold on to their stubborn evil desires going backwards instead of moving forwards in life, which God intends for us. And so that's when we're going to look at 1 Samuel 15. So everyone's there? 1 Samuel 15, and we're going to look, start reading at verse 10. Can everyone say verse 10? So this is what it says. The Lord rejects Saul, so he was the king of Israel. Then the Lord said to Samuel, I am sorry that I've ever made Saul king, for he was not being loyal to me and has refused to obey my command. Samuel was deeply moved when he heard this, and he cried out to the Lord all night. Early the next morning, Samuel went to find Saul. Someone told him, Saul went 
to the town of Carmel and, and set up a monument to himself. Then he went to Gilgal. When Samuel finally found him, Saul greeted him cheerfully. May the Lord bless you, he said. I have carried out the Lord's command. Then what is all the bleating of sheep and goats and the lowing of cattle I hear, Samuel demanded. It is true that the army spared the best of the sheep, goats, and cattle, Saul admitted, but they are going, they're going to sacrifice them to the Lord your God when uh, we have destroyed everything else. Then Samuel said to Saul, Stop! Everyone say, Stop! Listen to what the Lord told me last night. What did he tell you, Saul asked? And Samuel told him, Although you may think little of yourself, are you not the leader of the tribes of Israel? The Lord has anointed you king of Israel, and the Lord set you on a mission and told you, Go and the Lord sent, uh, go and completely destroy the sinners, the Amalekites, until they are all dead. Why have, haven't you obeyed the Lord? Why did you rush for the plunder and do what was evil in the Lord's sight? But I did obey the Lord, Saul insisted. I carried out the mission he gave me. I brought uh, back King Agar, but I destroyed everyone else. Then my troops brought in the best of the sheep, goats, cattle, and plunder to sacrifice to the Lord your God in Gilgal. But Samuel replied, What is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices, or your obedience to his voice? Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice, and submission is better than offering the fat of rams. Rebellion is as sinful as witchcraft, and stubbornness is as bad as worshipping idols. So because you have uh, rejected have rejected the command of the Lord. He has rejected you as king. Wow. Interesting stuff. Some points there I want to quickly remind us of. It said this in verse 17. Although you may think little of yourself, uh, are you not the leader? And I want to point th this to everyone here is that you may think little of yourself. I'm a nobody. I'm inadequate. I can never do anything good in my life. You've got to come out of agreement of that line and go, you know what? You're a champion. Alana, you're a champion. Chloe, you are a champion. Charlotte, you are a level forward goer. Whatever, whatever the thing is, we can, people too often live a defeated life. Oh, woe was to me. My life is horrible. If only I was there. But you know what? You've got to see, see what God sees on your life. It's not about being proud like, hey, I'm in a bit. But it's going, God has put me where I am to make a difference, to actually see the world changed. And so you've got to realize that. You might go, don't think lowly of yourself. You've got to go, God, help me see what you see in my life and help me pursue that. And so that's the first thing we look at that. And then it said that just it was as Saul was on a mission. And so he was on a mission to do what God told him to. And can I tell you, each one of the person here, we are on mission, which means there is a world out there in the community that is going to go to hell when they die unless we make a change about that. And so I want to encourage you, you can see your teacher saved. You can see your classmates saved. We can see the whole Air Peninsula saved, but it's about us being on mission. There's so many more little things that God has and big things that God has for our lives, but it starts by going, God, we don't just see ourselves as nobodies. We see us as a somebody that you're going to use to see those people change. Is that cool? And as it said there in 1 Samuel 15, 22, obedience is better than sacrifice. And um, it's obedience to his voice. And so we got to be people, yeah, it's up. <laughs> we got to be people that listen to God's voice and make sure, I thought these guys were doing something else, but that's okay. But so we got to be obedient to God's voice and make sure we're doing what he, um, he, he calls us to do. And then so Matthew twenty two fourteen says this, many are called, but few are chosen. Can anyone say many? And then few. So what that means is if you'll read the context of that, 
God, there's a story of like a big party going on and everyone is invited, but then um, only like only a certain amount come up. They make excuses, I can't come, I can't do this. And so you know what? God has called all of us to do something, but unfortunately, few of us are chosen. But can we make break the rule and go, you know what? No, we're not going to be the few chosen. We're all going to be chosen and step out and do what God wants us to do. And so, uh, and so, so God speaks to all of us, but do we listen? We're invited, but do we listen and are we obedient? God's calling you. And so I want to encourage you to take up the offer. Hear God and say, God, I'm, use me. I'm going to be available to do what you said. And then Matthew 7, uh, 13 to 14. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad and its gate is wide for many who choose that way. Choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult and only few ever find it. And I encourage you, the choice is yours. Are we going to be obedient to God and do what he says or are we just going to go what's easy and go, oh, well, it, that, I can't be bothered taking the risk. Because I, I would encourage you to take the risk and see God do something amazing. Back to Jeremiah 7.24. My people would not listen to me and they kept doing whatever they wanted, following the stubborn desires of their evil hearts. They went backward instead of forward. And so it's, this is a year for us to go forwards and not be a year where we go backwards. And so God's will for you is to go forward. That's the basic thing of this. God's will is for you to go forwards. What's our church vision? Say it with me if you know it. Large Relevant church of mature believers who love our community. And so if we are to be a mature believer, we're going to be people that go forwards, not backwards. Just like as a kid, we'll see the escalator going, we're going to go the wrong way. The mature person goes, no, it's easier for us to go straight on the right way. And that's by us going, hearing God's voice, going, you know what, God, we hear that. We're going to be obedient to that and follow that out. And so I need, uh, if you're taking notes, you've got to ask yourself, what escalator am I on? And that's as simple as that. What escalator am I on? Am I going up forwards? Am I going, or am I going on a circular backwards motion? And so, um, the, and so this, is, this is what I want you to know. Going forward isn't always a fun option. Sometimes it's not, to be honest. If we're actually going forward in life, sometimes it can be like boring. And, but you know what? It's the right option. So going forward isn't always a fun option, but it is the right option. And so we can sometimes be going, oh, God, I'm doing what you want, but it's so unfair. Look at this person. Look at that person. Um, everyone else, and so there might be things where God's saying, you know what, go up the elevator, and we, or the escalator, sorry. And we, we can see the other people in life, as an example, going up the wrong way and just circling, going up, down, up, down, up, down, going, oh, but the, God, look how fun that is. Look at, and everyone else is doing it, and we can try and justify it because they do it. But you know what? I encourage you that you are not everybody else. You are special, you are valuable, and you can do what no, that those other people are wasting in their life. And so uh, as um, the Proverbs 12.12, 12, the uh, thieves are jealous of each other's loot, but the godly are well-rooted and bear their own fruit. That's the Proverbs double dozen. Um, we got to bear and not compare. And so we can't be watching the people, oh, look how much fun they're having, because we're going to go, God, no, you've called us, and we're going to be bearing our own fruit and going where you've called us to go, even despite the boringness, because it's actually going to be better in the long run than the short-term loss. And so 2 Corinthians 10, 12, they are only comparing themselves with each other, using themselves as a standard of measurement. How ignorant. And so let's never get into that, that spot where we compare with each other. We're going to go, no, we're going to measure up to Jesus. And so that's going backwards, measuring with each other, measuring with our friends. Isaiah 55, 9 says, God saying, my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. And so we got to uh, uh, believe that God 
is higher than what we are. And so do we measure ourselves to our friends around us go, oh yeah, we're doing good. We're better than they are, but we're going to go, you know, God's ways are higher. His thoughts are higher. We're going to measure up to what Jesus does. Because sometimes we can be in church and go, oh, Leanna, this is, this is a really bad example. Hey, Leanna, how much did you give in the offering? Let's just say she says, oh, I gave $50. Oh, well, I'll just give $50. But that's not measuring up to Jesus. That's just measuring up to the higher standard here. And so let's be people that encourage each other and go, you know what? I'm not just going to go to the lowest person around me. I want to go higher and believe for greater. Or oh, how many friends did you see save 10? Don't go, oh, I'll only believe for 10. You don't know God's ways are higher. His thoughts are higher. We're going to ask God what he's telling us to do for that. And so um, uh, to finish off, um, I want to read this, Ephesians 5, 15 to 18. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be full of the Holy Spirit. And so basically it says there, don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do and do that. And so I want to encourage you, go, go to, put yourself in place. You go, God, let me hear your voice because I don't want to go backwards. I want to go forwards. And it says there, don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. I'm not going to really focus on the wine thing. There's so many more things other than wine. If we fill our life with it, that will ruin our life. Be someone that goes, you know what, I want to be filled with your Holy Spirit. I want to be filled with your power that I can then do and be the forward mover, escalator person and not be held back in the past of things that don't matter. So that's it. I'm going to quickly pray and we're going to go into our connect group. So God, we just thank you for your word. Just as it said there in Jeremiah, God, we don't want to be people that don't hear your voice, that aren't obedient. But we, want to, we want to hear what you say, listen to what you say, and we want to go forwards and go forwards and go for belief for better, belief for greater. And we just thank you, God, that we aren't just a nobody, but we are a somebody, and you've got to have the best in store for us. And we just believe that you can help us have dreams and belief and hear your voice to believe for things for 2018, that we can see fruit. And everyone said, Amen.